0: Welcome to the Career Confidence for Immigrants podcast. My name is Sonia Ortiz and I'm your host. If you're a newcomer to a country, this is not the show for you. But if you've been stable in a country for a while and you feel stuck with indecision, self-doubt, and confusion about your career, and you want to start feeling better in your day-to-day work life, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hello, friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about thoughts. And this is a very important topic because I believe the best way for you to reach your career goals is to work on your mindset. And this is true whether your goal is to get a job that's more aligned with your passions or to achieve a better work-life balance or to start your business on the side. So it all starts with mindset. And by mindset, by the way, I mean the collection of thoughts and feelings that you have about your life, your career, and about yourself. And when your mindset isn't in the right place, it kind of clouds your vision and makes it hard for you to see opportunities and to be resilient. Mindset is the reason why, despite having access to tons of free articles on job hunting strategies, tips to get a promotion, and how to make more money on the side type of ideas, you still aren't taking action. So really, getting the career that you want is an inside job. And this podcast, it's all about giving you the tools to get there. So, In this episode, we're going to be discussing thoughts. What are they? Where they come from? And I will give you three ways to think about thoughts in a way that helps you grow and be more confident in your life and your career. So yes, we're going to be thinking about thoughts. So this is a very meta episode, but it will be a fun one. Now, before we get into the content, I do want to give you a warning here. If you have any type of anxiety disorder, like generalized anxiety, OCD, or something along the lines, you're more than welcome to listen to the episode, but of course, take it with a grain of salt, I say this as someone who suffers from generalized anxiety. I know that depending on the season in which I'm at with my condition, sometimes thinking about thoughts too much may do more harm than good, but always, you know, follow whatever treatment plan works for you. And of course, you don't need to apply all the things that I teach you in this episode. You can just listen, keep an open mind and, you know, continue with, with what's already working for for you. So I just wanted to give that warning. Okay, so without further ado, let's go to the show. So what are thoughts? I like to define thoughts as sentences and images inside our minds. Some of us are very auditory. We may hear ourselves talk or remember conversations or hear people's voices. Definitely very auditory and not only with words, but also with music. I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night to go pee and I get the most random melodies in my head. It's pretty hilarious because then in my mind it's like it's very important that we find the song name or the artist <laughs> but luckily I've learned to really ignore those demands at 3 a.m and leave them for another time. Uh, other people may be very visual so your thoughts may play more like movies and images that move really fast inside your mind. I have those two and again there's not a right or wrong way to think it's just kind of how your brain is wired right and regardless of which category you fall into Paying attention to your thoughts is important because when you let the negative thoughts run your life, you often end up having results you don't want. So for example, negative thinking that's completely ignored or unmanaged may make you feel very insecure or fearful. So for example, you don't go after your dreams of starting a business and instead you stay in a job that it's kind of a bit of a, a dead end job. Or a negative thinking that's left, you know, unattended, unconscious, may make you very cynical and doubtful about people. So it's almost like you keep changing jobs, but you never find a team where you truly feel like you belong, for example. And the tricky thing about negative thoughts is that our minds are kind of wired for them. So our brain wants to keep us safe at all costs. So it really tries to remember anything that may be a potential danger. And overemphasizing the negativity can be pretty useful for surviving, but it's a little bit useful it's a little bit less useful when we let it run in the background unconsciously. So not managing your thoughts, it's kind of like having, you know, a random iPhone app that's draining all your battery and it's running in the background and you're not using it, but you forgot to like kill it. So that's kind of how I like to see my unmanaged thoughts in my brain. So the second really tricky thing about thoughts is that they aren't really linear, like they don't follow a recipe or a formula. In other words, certain thoughts that were useful at a certain moment in time may not be that useful at another moment in time. And I actually did a post the other day on Instagram that quite a a few people liked. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you do. My handle is I am Sonia Ortiz. So um, basically, yeah, on Instagram, I basically said something uh, along the lines of like, you know, when you're a newcomer to a country and I'm talking about, you know, when you're a brand new immigrant, for those of you who have gone through that experience, having a thought like I have to work hard can actually be very useful. You're literally starting from zero when you're a newcomer and this thought can actually help you hustle and get through difficult times. But as you start progressing and you start becoming stable in the country, if your mind stays stuck in that thought of I have to work hard, it can actually lead to overworking, overcompensating, trying too hard to work hard, (laughs) pushing yourself too much for no reason and all these things, right? So this is why it's super, super key to find ways to manage our thoughts in a way that's helpful. And that is exactly what we're gonna discuss in a second. So how to start managing your thoughts instead of letting them all dictate your life and run in the background like an app that's draining all your battery in the background? Well, it all starts with thinking about thoughts in a very specific way. So here are three ideas on how you can think about your thoughts in a way that's more empowering and helpful. And by the way, some of you may have heard some of these, and if you have, then use them as reminders, okay? Okay, so number one thing to remember how to think about thoughts, number one thing is to remember that you are not your thoughts, now the first time i heard this i got super super confused i was like okay wait so if i'm not my thoughts then who am i though (laughs) and if you're any kind of like spiritual stuff you may have read things on instagram memes and things like that that say you are an infinite being you're an eternal being you're the universe experiencing itself And I kind of like those, but, you know, whether or not you resonate with those statements right now, um, we just have to face it, right? We are many things at once. We are complex and multifaceted human beings. And we can be defined with one single label, right? So rather than fixating too much on finding who we truly are as There's like no clear answer to that question. One thing I believe we can choose to become is the watcher or the observer of our thoughts. So being the watcher of our thoughts, it's really what a lot of meditation and mindfulness practices teach. Being in this role of the watcher, it's really important because we gain more consciousness or control, if you will, of our feelings and automatic reactions. So instead of thinking of yourself as your thoughts, consider the possibility that you are the presence that watches all the mind activity quietly from a distance and see what changes when you start seeing yourself like this. Now, number two reminder or idea number two is that thoughts aren't always true and personal. So like most people, you know, who didn't have a specific education on thoughts and feelings, I grew up completely identify with my thought processes. So obviously, without having that separation between what I was thinking and me as the observer, I completely believe every single thought that my mind said, and I always felt like those things that were said inside my head were always about me. So I would hear things like, you aren't doing enough, or you're a bad daughter, or you're lazy, you need to be doing more, you need to be changing this thing about yourself, you're indecisive, you're too sensitive, Uh, whatever thought along those lines, I automatically believed it. And it was obviously very painful, because it was too much. It, it it would always have something to comment and to change and to, you know, fight. So I didn't notice that these thoughts were playing in the background until I actually started looking and paying attention to what was going on inside my mind and inside my body. And for sure, working with therapists and coaches gave me the tools to become more aware of the contents of my mind and gain that watcher perspective that I'm talking about. And I remember, though, that one of the first insights I had about thoughts not always being true and not always being all about me is that I remember started when I started noticing how my mind would keep repeating and reacting images from Netflix shows that I was watching. So I remember noticing, like... I, I would watch myself think, like, replay images and dialogues between two characters, for example. Or sometimes it would even be more something more subtle, like, uh, for example, like a character in a movie or in a series would move to California and then suddenly my brain would be like, hmm, Montreal's definitely too cold. Like, I wonder what opportunities are, you know, in the South. <laughs> And so what I learned is that the mind, it's really like a sponge that absorbs everything around itself. So from what you hear from friends and family say, from what you see on Instagram, what you hear in this podcast or other podcasts, what you see on on the Netflix show, what you read in the news, the lessons you were taught as a kid, your life experiences, all of these sources shape the way you think and how you view yourself and the world. And uh, there wouldn't be really a problem if all of these different sources of information would, ha- would have a similar agenda whose aim was to help you grow and thrive and succeed in life and be great, right? Right. We know that that isn't the case. All of these different sources of information have their own agendas, which oftentimes kind of contradict each other or even go directly against our best interests. And... Especially today with so much information available thanks to social media, really observing our thoughts is key so that our goals, dreams, needs, wants and desires and preferences don't get drowned in a sea of noise and messages that either don't help us or aren't really about us in the first place. Now, number three. Reminder idea, a thought that is true isn't necessarily useful. So once again, when you're not practicing being the watcher of your thoughts, it feels almost as if you have no choice but to believe every single sentence that runs through your mind automatically. And here's the thing, our minds really like to be right, but this isn't always the best thing to do. We know this to be true in relationships, right? When we fight for our right to be always, always right, it often comes at the cost of real connection, empathy, understanding. And really, the same thing applies with your thoughts. When you fight for your right to be right (laughs) and you argue for the truthness of your thoughts, It often comes at the expense of your goals and your dreams. So an example where I see this often is when my clients really get fixated on the idea of how to deal with racism and discrimination. And let's face it, systemic racism, discrimination in the U.S., in Canada and in other First World countries, actually exists it's not something that is made up it's just it's not a thought or an invention it's a fact it's systemic and institutional racism is basically the structure of our society so is it true that some people may judge you just for your name and will not give you the same opportunities that they would to someone with a different name absolutely But does it help to think about this 24-7? Maybe not. Because if you get so fixated on the thought that people judge me for my name and never give me an opportunity, and you start thinking about it every day and living your life from it, what will happen at some point is that you will not even try to find opportunities because that thought and that desire to focus on something that is true gets in the way of what is possible for you. So all this to say that some thoughts are 100% true, but they aren't very useful. And just because you choose to not think about something that is true at a given moment, it doesn't mean that you're in denial. It simply means that you're able to shift your focus. And you really get to choose what you want to focus on And that is basically where all your power and perhaps your only power lies. So those were the three ideas on how to think about thoughts. And I just want to do a little recap before we end here because we cover a lot. So let me just restate everything that we've covered. So number one, we said that you are not your thoughts, you get to be the watcher of your thoughts. You don't have to react or create meaning out of every single sentence or images or image that pops through your head, especially if these images or sentences make you feel awful. Number two, not all thoughts are true and not all thoughts are about you. So like I said, our minds, basically absorb everything around us from the media to what we hear other people say. It's like our mind recycles all of these ideas and then presents them back to us in our own voice. And we kind of feel like every single thought, it's super personal, like it's being created by ourselves. But really, it they aren't, like not 100% of the time. A lot of these thoughts are just like, recycle thoughts that really don't belong to us. Number three, just because a thought is true doesn't mean that it's useful. So again, you get to choose where you want to put your attention on. Is it a universal truth that life is impermanent and that our physical bodies are not indestructible and that we're all going to die at some point? Absolutely, that is a fact. <laughs> is it useful to think about this truth every single day and every single moment of the day? Probably not. So, that is it for this week, my friends. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like me to cover a specific topic in the podcast or you have a specific perhaps like a tricky workplace situation or career dilemma that you would like to get some free coaching on, send me a DM over on Instagram. Again, my handle is I am Sonia Ortiz. And yeah, let me know all about it. I'm looking for listener questions to be featured on the podcast. So if this whole message resonates, I would love to hear from you. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in learning how coaching can help you navigate career changes and achieve a better work-life balance, then make sure you check out my website at soniaortiz.com. You'll have all the information on how we can work together. Talk to you soon.